I was the one that sat in that room and was told three words, change or die. I was the one. And you're sitting in front of you and realize this. Realize this. I had two, two, two shots at life. And I almost lost the one. This one I have now in front of you, all of you, I am hanging on for dear life and everybody in this audience would have to rip it from me. That's how much passion I have about living because I know it's important. So do you. So do you. Good afternoon. I'm Michael Knight. Welcome to Change or Die. I had an extra cup of coffee on this show because we're going to have some fun. But again, before I get started, I'm going to start by saying understand why I'm going to do this show and where it's going to lead. There's going to be two parts to this. The first one is to challenge you. You as a person, you as a trainer, you as an athlete, whoever may want to be challenged. Again, I'm a very passionate person when it comes to kettlebell training. I'm a very passionate person when it comes to strength and conditioning overall. If I had my way, we would all be held accountable as trainers through the strong first principles. Again, a physical test. So think about this. Before you're able to teach strength to anybody, you would have to pass a strength test. I think, in, uh, if memory serves me correct, when I went to powerlifting school or strength school, there were four exercises over the weekend that we had to be tested on. The deadlift, the squat, back squat, the military press, and the bench press. Four exercises. I knew going in, I had no chance in hell of passing those. But I had individuals in my room that depended upon me for the knowledge. I had to go learn from the best. Not in a workshop, not in a certification where you're not tested. Please pay attention again. You're not going to a workshop to learn shit in fucking two days and come back and teach the public. Not going to happen. Same thing with a certification. It took me nine months to pass my first certification. And I thought, well, okay, it took me nine months. I'm ready to go teach. It took me nine months. And now I'm going to turn around on day one coming back and put that bell in somebody's hands? It's taken me years and years and years. And guess what? Yes, I had some knowledge coming out of the certification. It held me accountable because I had to pass this test. So I knew what to do with it. My training in my education came from searching out the best trainers in the country, getting on a fucking plane with my money, putting my ass in a hotel, and saying, hey, I want to learn from you. Can I come and shadow you for a week? That is priceless, and that's what it takes to get to where I'm at today. And I guess it really hit home when I traveled in Florida thinking I wanted to be a trainer in another gym in another state moving forward. Thought it'd be cool. And then I went down. And I'm going to save the embarrassment of the people who I went and talked to at certain health clubs. But there's about 17 of them between Miami and Fort Lauderdale. Mind you, I'm very good at what I do. One of the best because of my coaches. And I'm not afraid to say that. Ego? No. Just confidence. And that confidence is going to come back in a few minutes. So stay with me. None of them wanted my help. I'm watching what you do on Instagram. I'm watching what happens in your class because I was in your gym. 
you know you suck, but yet you don't want help. And here's what I realized, and I know I'm going to get hate mail, but I really don't give a shit. Most gyms don't give a shit about anything but putting on a happy face, putting in some nice muscly pictures on Instagram, and taking your hard-earned money. Think about that. They didn't want my help. They didn't need me. I offered for free. I offered to do classes for free. I remember one person saying, so what's your goal? There was four clubs that were associated with this. I said, my goal is to come in, work all four clubs, make your trainers better so your clients become better, and we as a human race get stronger and better. Isn't that our goal? Isn't that our goal at the end of the day? That's all I want to do is help because of where I was and what I see going on, and I know people want a higher quality of life. But we're not giving it to them. It's evident by the shit we see on social media. It has fucked our brains up to believing that because you take your fucking shirt off, because you put no clothes on, you fucking move some rubber bands around, do some dumbbell curls for 30 fucking seconds and run this, oh, be calm to yourself today. Give yourself a workout. Grind. Kiss my ass. Kiss my ass. I would love to just show you some of these people. But I don't have time for that bullshit because I want to help people. So, confidence. I didn't realize how good my team and I came until I spoke at the NFL Combine. I had a couple days, four days to stand at the Combine. And I watched these kids squat, and I watched them move because I was able to do some movements because I was down there to introduce the kettlebell to the NFL. What do you mean introduce the kettlebell to the NFL? Stay with me. I was at two locations. One was in Tampa, and the other one was the NFL Combine. Roughly 180 players. The largest kettlebell ever in most of their hands was a 71-pound kettlebell. Think about that. These monster guys are swinging a 71-pound kettlebell. So again, I'm going to go back. Why we as a general public and athletes and to have quality of life as we age are failing that generation. You're too fucking cheap to buy a kettlebell. Yes, you are. Because you have to bring in a lot of them. The second thing is you don't have the ability to want to learn how important that tool is for a quality of fucking life. In number three, you don't know how to implement it into the current bullshit systems we've been using for many, many, many years. Yes, they worked. I've used them. But what is the chance that you brought in a whole new system and added it into the one you have now and your clients flourished? Isn't it our job and our responsibility as trainers and coaches to give every tool imaginable for that athlete to get better? And you're going to tell me right now that the kettlebell isn't that tool. Well, I'm here to tell you you're too cheap. You don't want to learn to teach it because you're too fucking lazy and you don't know how to implement it. The three things I do have, and I've seen what the capabilities are. So, 
To get my point across, remember, I'm old enough to be your father. So I've created the first change or die challenge. Stay with me because you're all capable and invited to participate. Here's the kicker, okay? It's five exercises. We all do these as strength and conditioning coaches or just the avid gym goer. So let me introduce you to the five exercises and then we'll show you how this is gonna work. The first exercise, conventional or sumo, you'll have three opportunities to do the deadlift. Very simple, three chances, one rep, that's it. One rep max, three chances. The second exercise, we all have done these, is the pull-up. As many as you can get, throw to bar all the way down. Remind me, I'm 6'6", and I go about 255, so remember, you have the advantage, remember? Number three, we're going to go into my wheelhouse, the squat. You're going to take a 106-pound ball, I mean kettlebell. You're going to squat on a 14-inch diameter ball, and how many reps you get times 106 will be the number you get. Then we are going to take that 106-pound bell, because we all know kettlebells are so easy to use, and I'm going to put five minutes on the clock, and you will do maximum swings, chest high, for five minutes. So if you do 50 swings times 106, there's your volume. In any of those situations where there's a tie, we will go to one shot, maximum push-ups. Pretty simple. Now, let's go back to the contest. I'm not an asshole. I'm trying to bring awareness. Anybody can participate. $1,000. Entry fee. Winner take all. That's right. If you want to compete against me, who is old enough to be your dad... If you have to go borrow some money from mommy and daddy because you need it, then go borrow it. Now, the ball's in your court. Yes, I'm trying to get you to understand that balance in a strength and conditioning room has to exist for our athletes to get better and we as human beings to get better. So think about this. We all know how to deadlift, right? One shot, one rep, you get three opportunities. Maximum pull-ups times your body weight. I weigh 250, so I guess I, at my age and my height, I could probably do three times my 250. If you weigh 150, you bang out 20, you win. Number three, 106-pound bell by your nose, touching a 14-inch diameter ball. As many reps as you can get, one opportunity. You take that 106 times the total weight, there's your number. Should be pretty easy. I mean, you guys are all monsters. Guys, I see you leg pressing 15,000 pounds and you're squatting 400 pounds and it's only 106 pounds. It's like a feather to you guys, right? Then the kettlebell swing. I mean, it's only 106. You do realize that by July, the kettlebell will go to over 300 pounds. Over 300 pounds. You knew that though, didn't you? as you're swinging and putting those little shit and things in people's hands because you are inexperienced, too fucking lazy to go understand that. So a bell that's going to go over 300 pounds, I'm going to cut it easy for you. Only 106, as many reps as you can get. 
Same thing with the kettlebell swing. I mean, the bell goes to 220 now. I won't do that to you. I wouldn't do that to you. 106-pound bell, chest high, as many swings you can get. And there's a tie in any of those events. We will determine that. And the winner will be announced through maximum push-ups, chest to the ground. Just normal, normal exercises. Winner take all. 50 people under, there's $50,000 out there. You know why I want to do a $1,000 bet and I'm putting 1000 in? Because I believe in my team. I believe in the education that I've gotten over the last 20 fucking years, not wasting time, being beat up, being dead, not having the ability to do these things the right way. I want to educate those trainers who think they're such badasses with their shirts off. Put your fucking shirt on, put $1,000 in the fucking pot, and I'll see you. And we will do this virtually as well. Yes, I'm calling you out. Put it on social media. Put it wherever you want. Get as many as we can. We get, hey, this thing, we get 100 people. That's $100,000 to the winner. And it will be judged by an unbiased judge panel, which you will be introduced to. And we will pick the date two months going into June. The date will be released. It will come out. So it gives you plenty of time to train. And that's where we're going to go. But before we go, remember I told you there was another story? How about the kettlebell keeping people alive? I mean, think about this guy, Marcus McGrew. A new heart, two new kidneys, the kettlebell. He's back to work in Silicon Valley. That's an 80-pound bell, bigger than the NFL. But that has no bearing. Well, you can just walk him on a treadmill, keep him alive, can't we? How about this person? How about this 10-year-old swinging a 71-pound bell? You don't think that this young man is going to feel. Disciples, Arlene. Oh, I take that back. We're going to Bye. Arlene. She's 73. Three-time cancer survivor. What are you going to do with her when she comes to your gym? Walk around the treadmill? Water aerobics? Look at her. Five presses. Clean it. Watch. Five presses. She's 73. Now, look Good. at the mobility. Look at the strength. Down, Arlene. Tighten up more. Tighten up more. Watch her squats. Out of there. Now we've got a 10-year-old with a 71-pound bell. You know how self-esteem and self-confidence are big pieces of this? Look at this 10-year-old. He's 10. He's 10. What are you doing with your 10-year-olds in the weight room? Self-esteem, self-confidence. For all the kids that have not been told what they can't do, we're telling them what they can do in my room. Three. Four. And if that's not enough, how about a 13-year-old? Reach back more. Lance Holdia. Just turned 13. There's a 106-pound bell. You ready to go to work? Let's go, big fella. This is why you're here. Sniff in. Power, power, power. One, two, three, four. If you got 10, go. Five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Sit down softly. Now, you see how you can take a bad day and turn it into a great day? Yeah. Feels good, doesn't it? How's your self-esteem, self-confidence right now? 100%. Isn't that great? Yes. You're going to be talking about this for a long time, aren't you? How good do you feel right now? Amazing. Good. Some of you, I woke up. You take a step back and go, he, he made this simple. Baby steps. Invest, research, get help from the best. 
know who the best are. And then, then the other ones. Kind of thought it was a cute presentation. It was great, good information. It was fun. He was intense. You're going to jump back on your track. And that car is going to ride. And it is inevitable. I'm telling you right now, it is inevitable. That somewhere along that line, that car, that track is going to collide with a wall. And I'm praying to you right now. I'm praying to God, your families and everything, that there's not someone standing in front of you and looks at you and greets you with change or change.